Cinema Red Bill. This is episode 49. We're here with Malcolm, and yes. he's a filmmaker, and he's going to shoot his next film. Yeah, this week. And we exactly. Oh, we just want to know some tidbits about what you're up to because yeah. you're shooting. Today is Tuesday is when it's we're Tuesday. recording, and you're going to start shooting on Friday. It's true. So, what is your film about? Um, my film is about friendship and betrayal, but the theme, the major themes are ignorance. The subtitle is Ignorance is Bliss or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was just trying to explore that idea of ignorance being bliss and trying to complicate it and understand kind of how the simple maxims are like that, like, love is power. Actually, that title came from a, a, a short a collection of short, no, short stories called... The film is called, called Love is Power? No, it's called Maui. So Maui is, uh, is, a, is a film about the idea of ignorance being bliss, right? The idea that there are certain things in life that happen that are going on that we don't know about mm-hmm. that may affect our lives and yet in some way it is, um, I guess, easier to make it through life sometimes not knowing some of those things, you know? Not knowing whether the situation that's happening in your life right now that could... But I guess sometimes like a cancer is the easiest example to give as a thing that kind of grows in your body slowly without you realizing. Yeah. And to some extent, if one did have like a super advanced cancer and they had like a month to live, two months to live or whatever, I feel like they might have... Oh, shit, that, that assumes that they'll just die at the end of the two months and drop dead. <laughs> I guess the point I'm trying to make is that if you are not aware of certain things, yeah. it's somehow easier to get through life that if you know everything I feel mm-hmm. like absolute truth is probably maddening and I don't think it anyone is, actually wants that yes. and we try to explore that through the context of these two characters who they're friends and yet there are certain things that they are really not being super upfront about with each other and um, with, does a friendship survive there the, the idea of ignorance being bliss the, the things that they might find out do they find the things out that's what the films yeah, that's what the film's dealing with. Who are you working with on the film? Um, uh, crew-wise or actor-wise? Both. Both. Actor-wise and crew-wise. Crew-wise, um, I'm working with uh, Samuel Savior as a producer, who I've worked with oh, before. Oh, wow. Samuel Savior has been on this podcast before, yes, guys. Yes. Check out his episode. Yes. Uh-huh. Samuel Savior is a guy. So production, you know, production is a tricky point for people. Man. What's his major role in your filmmaking? I'll need to get that later because that's an important point. Um, mm. Him and uh, Emmanuel Houston, who I don't know if you know him, he's I also know helping Houston. me to produce this. Mm-hmm. And we're working with um, Jaja Productions as a production company. Yeah. We're working with um, you know Jaja Productions. Yeah. I have no idea about that. Huh? Stonehenge Productions as well. That's Ali's company. <laughs> and um, Okay, there's a few other f- friends and people who are coming on board, either under that umbrella or kind of just as humans want to be a part of the crew. Actor-wise, um, working with uh, Diana Kahunde, who I worked with in Jethro by Jethro, and um, Esther Whitney, who I just found out today she refers herself as Esther Whitney, except as Esther Deception, because she's best known for having uh, been uh, in Deception. Deception. And yeah, for some reason that answer, that the question of what's your surname just come on really <laughs> all the time. I so asked like five times before I got an answer. But um, I'm also working with uh, Yusuf Kaija, a boxer who I've worked with um, in uh, in Pregnant Woman's Slaps Husband Dead. Okay. Um, Felix Banda, who is um, worked together in the past. Um, Robert Bumba, who I haven't worked with personally, but I really enjoyed his work. I recently saw him in. Um, 
RNZ Alone's Breaking. Breaking. And, um, I'm very sure who you're talking about now. Yeah, <laughs> and um, Sarah Katumba, who is also, I, I'm working with her for the first time. And we've been rehearsing, we've been rehearsing. We had a table read last week. We've, we've come out of our second day of rehearsal today. And the whole Did story is well? dialogue. It went well. It went better than yesterday, which went better than the table reading, which means that shooting is going to be better. <laughs> what language is your film? The dialogue is Rotoro and it's a mix of Rotoro and uh, Luganda okay. because the context is characters who are from outside of Kampala but live in Kampala, which I feel is an angle on characters that I personally haven't seen all that much of, especially when it comes to issues of language and even ethnicity, to be honest. The idea that Kampala and Luganda are not. Kampala and this area in general is made up of so many people with these different ethnicities who all try to find a way to kind of mold themselves into a, almost a singular thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's easier for some than for others. Mm-hmm. And um, I have been asked a lot why this film isn't in English. And it's because I really don't feel that these characters would be speaking to each other in English, English. in an intimate I like setting. That. I hope if I would ever make a film, I would be able to not make it in English. Mm. Even though I speak it all the time. What languages do you speak, by the way, apart from English? I mix Muchiga mm. and Luganda. Okay. Yes, okay. I mix them. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm doing badly. <laughs> which, one is, which one is stronger? Muchiga by Yeah, okay. and it's it's so annoying for border guys. Yeah. And then usually <laughs> I land like on a border guy yeah. who's a Muchiga. They're like, oh, Muchiga. Oh, and they know. They all they know. <laughs> they know. The Maturo border guys yes. can always tell when I'm speaking Luganda. Yeah. And the cast members have found it so funny now that when I write Luganda and when I write Rotoro, they're, ne- they're not perfect. And the Luganda parts, especially the cast, find really funny when I try to say them out and stuff. Mm. And that is really my reality of living in this area of life where I'm not necessarily in Luganda. My home language is Rotoro, but I still kind of, it's not that I have to, but it makes life easier if I'm able to kind of, you know, learn these things and integrate. And there are also places where when I do run into a border guy who's mm. a Rotoro, mm. there's a certain almost, I wouldn't say relief that comes with it, but there is something about just speaking to someone else who speaks a language you're comfortable with. Yeah, there's a, th- there's a certain thing there. So where are you shooting this film? In Bonga. Shooting in Bonga. Um, some friends have been very kind to help us use their spaces, and um, uh-huh. the locations are really not all that many. So. so will the setting still be in Bonga, or you'll be setting it like it's in Fort Porto? It'll be in Kampala, in general. You make it like like Kampala. for Twoto girls in Kampala. Exactly. There, okay. there, are, there are moments when these people, when our characters, kind of speak to people who are not necessarily Watoro and what, mm. and you do kind of see it's not a big thing at all. The mm. fact that sometimes they have to dub, second guess and remember not to speak Watoro and translate into Luganda and those things. Yeah. But it is something that I personally found really interesting about it that no one might notice or care about, but for me. It was. It, it it has some 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 meaning and some value. So is this a short film? It's a short film. How many minutes? Uh, it's twenty three pages. So I'm thinking maybe at least twenty pages. Yeah. My last statement is, Malcolm, you've got to make a fucking feature film. <laughs> You're really good, <laughs> Malcolm. Your films are the better films. Your sound is. Thank you so much. Sub- it's above. The, oh, thank you so much. I it's above the cool, threshold. So much, it's man. annoying. Actually, actually to be stop saying that. What? I'll agree with you. Agree okay. with it. The yeah, only good films I've seen are short it, films, and yours are really great. 
Thank you so much. You need to make a feature film because I'm very sure you won't do some of the mistakes that people who are doing feature films are doing because they haven't had this background of having some short films, you guys. Um, no, but this at the same time... This is good practice. Idea, sometimes I think the idea that making a short film makes you good at making a feature film it's is false. a bit misguided. Okay. Because I think you are dealing with a lot of time, you know? And time you have to fill up in a really valuable way. And I feel that I make the shows that I make right now because I feel like I'm able to fill up that time. It's not that I say, okay, I'm only going to write 10 pages. But really the story ends up working within the space of 10, then progressively 15 pages. Okay. And then now we're at like 23 or so pages. Mm-hmm. And slowly the story is, fit, is starting to stop to fit in just yeah. the little confines of like a 5-10 minute um, thing. And I, I don't expect to just stumble into making a, sh- a feature film. I know it has to be a um, an intentional thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so but you're afraid of like writing thirty minutes of filler. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, no one wants that. Like, you know, no one. I met this guy who I talk about this this conversation all the time. He, yeah. he he was a filmmaker who was spoken about very often and very widely. And yeah. when I met him, this rocked up to his office. Like, hey man, I'm a filmmaker tell me things um, he one of the things he he happened to say to me that kind of stuck with me was the idea that time in a film is a bit like space in a jug of juice right and it's a very basic like juice concentrate metaphor that you you just met you, you just concentrate is almost either your skills or your abilities or your whatever those are things that come over time, you know. Some people just find themselves and they can do the things. Mm. Actually, those people don't exist. I'm sorry, I just said that. <laughs> Even the most talented filmmakers make a really crappy first film. Yeah, yeah. But his point was, to some extent, your talent or your ability or your skills are that concentrate, you know. And if you're able to fill up a short glass, right? Mm. That is the equivalent of a short film. You put as much concentrate as you have in there, mm. fill it up with water, and you have a decent glass of juice. Mm. And sometimes if you rush into a feature film before you are ready, what happens is you just have too little concentrate and way too much time. And okay. it ends up just being meaningless and kind of forgettable. Okay. I personally know I... Even with my short films, it takes me a while to feel like this short is makeable. Mm-hmm. Okay. I might have been thinking about How many months time. do you it's think true. it takes you? I've been thinking about Maui, for example, since last, since like Easter of last year, I think. Since not Gee, Easter. Um, okay. Yeah, since like mid last year, actually. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I've, I only finished really writing the script a few months ago. Maybe some five, six months ago. And it was a different story then. I redid it slightly, and it. I'm glad for the changes that time has allowed for it to make. And yet, I also I know over time I hope to be able to spend less time doing that and making a feature, for example. But I'm letting it grow. Okay. I'm letting it grow. It's letting my juice concentrate, my quencher increase. Okay. Yeah. But I do have a feature film. Project in the works. Yes. Yes. Um, yes I yes, don't yes. know if we should talk about it now or on here. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm working on a documentary. That's enough. Stuff. That's enough. Don't tell us anymore. It. Keep it. Keep it. Yeah. I like that. I like <laughs> documentaries. Taika yeah. Waititi. Yeah. That's why I really need to see um, 
what we do in the shadows and just give it to you after this. So thank you, Malcolm. Thank you, Joel. Cinema Red Film.